Welcome back to another episode of the Love in a Cottage podcast. I'm your host, Paige Geidel, and I am so stoked that you found us. We are a community of creative Christian women in their 20s, and you are invited to be a part of it. Each week, I invite a guest on the show to chat about all things marriage, motherhood, homemaking, small business, and following Jesus. My friend, there is a seat here for you at the table, and I so hope that you choose to be a part of this community. Without further ado, let's dive into today's show. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Love in a Cottage podcast. I'm your host, Paige, and I'm so stoked to be joining you for a little solo show today. I am sitting in the spare bedroom at our house, and it has like the prettiest view of our backyard which I have got all of our flower seeds in the ground. I'm so excited. I'll be sharing about that here in a few minutes, but I'm just feeling so thankful that we get to have some time together today, whenever and wherever you are listening. If you follow us on Instagram, then you know that we just had a retreat a couple weeks ago, and oh, I'm just so thankful. It was such a special time. There were three of us in Kansas City, four, including Julia, who came along, my daughter, and we just got together for a time of prayer and meaningful conversation and just really like getting to know each other because I feel like my heart with this show is really to build community and help you find other like-minded women and feel encouraged and understood and inspired. That's something I feel like I say all the time on the show, but really I just felt so alone and at times honestly still do in my walk with the Lord and in my walk as a wife and a mom, especially at the age of 22. And so no matter what your age or your life stage, I just know that like so many of us long to feel understood. We long to feel um, known and surrounded by women who think similarly and who have similar values. And so I'm just so thankful that you are here and you are a part of this community. And yeah, I feel like I've just been brainstorming different ways um, and really asking the Lord, like, what do you want this to look like? What do you want this to be? Um, and just praying that I can be a vessel in some way for what he wants to do in all of our lives and in all of our hearts. And so the retreat was one thing that has come out of that so far. Um, really, like I said, my time is to bring like this sense of community that I pray that you all feel whenever you're listening to the show in like a real life setting. And so keep an eye out. I will be sharing more on the show soon, but There are plans for another retreat to happen on the West Coast in Southern California this fall. And I think my long-term prayer goal, et cetera, um, would be that we would host two to three retreats a year like this um, for a few days to, yeah, gather and rest and get to know each other um, across the U.S. So I know, actually, I would love to hear from you guys, whether that's on like Instagram or I guess that's really the only way on Instagram or through email or something, um, where you guys are located, because I totally want to cater these retreats to where you guys are. Cause I know it is an expense and a sacrifice. And if you can drive, obviously that would help in that. And so I believe we have quite a few, um, California girls who listen and then also some like East coast and Southern girls. So 
we will be I say girls okay this is funny um I like never do solo shows so I feel like this is gonna be a bit more unscripted but my sister-in-law and I were laughing about how we will call like a 40 year old woman a girl I don't know if any of you guys relate to that I don't know why saying woman is so hard for me and still feels like anyways I just had to notice that about myself any southern girls east coast girls so yeah wow this is such a vulnerable thing to be doing to have this solo show but thank you for listening so far four minutes in um so part of why I'm doing this solo show today too is because if you've heard the last couple weeks or again on Instagram my husband John recently has transitioned to a new job which I'm sure we'll share like a full story about that someday. Um, There's been so much transition. I feel like so many of you relate. Transition just feels like the theme of our whole marriage so far. We, um, to summarize, I was 19 when I got married. John was 23. We moved to London a month after we got married for me to study abroad. We came back. We moved to Kansas for the summer we got pregnant we moved back to California for college to finish uh John was starting his master's I was finishing my undergrad we had Flora eight months later we got pregnant with Juliet and then eight weeks after Juliet was born we moved to Kansas and so yeah it's been so much and now he has transitioned to his role as a marriage and family coach so I'm super excited for him. That's just been so all-consuming and so truly exciting, um, but also like a huge stretch of faith and yeah, just so many emotions there. So if you're interested in that, by the way, you can visit jgeidel.com. I'll link that in the show notes too, but it's not therapy. His master's degree is in therapy. He's not practicing as a licensed therapist, so coaching is different than therapy, but with that, there is a lot more freedom, honestly, for him to approach things in a holistic way, and so whether that's like emotional support that you're needing, or you're needing to just like process through some things, or um, you want to like integrate your faith more, because there tends to be some like laws and regulations around what like licensed therapists can implement, Um, and so, yeah, with him serving now as a coach, I'm just super stoked for him and all the flexibility that that offers. But with that, I feel like we have just kind of been, yeah, in the thick of it. And I wake up every day, like, what is today going to hold? Just truly feel like I'm taking it day by day. Um, and so because of that, some of my like interviews and whatnot got shifted around, um, But like I mentioned earlier, I just have felt the Lord like prompting me to bring some prayer into the show occasionally. Um, Prayer, I love it. I am no like by no means showing up acting as a professional prayer. Obviously, there's so much within that statement. Like I believe there's not like a right way to do it. Like I think God just loves being in relationship with us and when we show up and invite him in and just ask to be near to him and seek him but I feel like yeah God has just done so much in my life in my heart through prayer even if it's not like you know this formula of I prayed and he answered my prayer and then my faith was built a lot of times for me because I am an external processor 
it's just that. It's like me bringing all of my messiness to the Lord. And um, it's amazing how sometimes he sorts it out and sometimes he's just there for me, which is what I need. So yeah, I just would um, love to invite you to pray with me today. And as you're listening, um, if something doesn't resonate with you, um, that's totally fine. Maybe if I'm, you know, for example, praying over some moms, if you are not a mom yourself, maybe like pray over your own mom or mothers that you know, um, same within the context of marriage or business or any of these things. And also this is totally unscripted. So I have no idea what, um, God wants to say, uh, through me, but I am just going to pray and, um, yeah, see, see where he leads. Jesus, I just thank you so much for every woman who is listening right now. God, thank you for just how good you are. Thank you that you are good even when we are experiencing times of suffering and struggle and uncertainty. God, I know so many of us are in the midst of transition, whether that is from dating to engaged, engaged to married, um, married to becoming a new mom and new parents. Um, Some of us may be going through relational hardship, through divorce and um, just tension with those that we love. God, thank you that you are near to the brokenhearted. Thank you that you are here right now using a podcast to speak to us. Jesus, we invite you into our day. What do you want to say? What do you want to do? We are willing and we open ourselves to you and to anyone who's struggling and feel like maybe, yeah, they're struggling to open up and it's hard to open their hearts. God, I pray that you would break down any walls that we have tried to put up. God, that you would soften our hearts, open ourselves to you in the midst of our pain and brokenness because we know that every area of our lives that you touch, you make better. You bring light and healing and hope. That is who you are and we're just so thankful for that. And I pray that anyone who's listening and hears this maybe they don't feel it maybe it's like god where are you like why are you not here i know these things about you but it feels like i can't see you i have no idea where you have been or where you're leading and i feel so alone god i pray that you would just meet them right now thank you so much that you are peace would you just bring that tangible peace to someone right now jesus and that comfort. Thank you so much that that is who you are. God, I want to pray over um, over all of the mothers. And I know that this is a tender word and a tender time as Mother's Day just was here for us in the States. And um, Lord, there's just so much there. I pray over the women who... Um, are wanting to be moms and who just so desperately want a child. God, maybe they have lost a child. Maybe they have lost two or three. 
And I just pray that you would touch their hearts right now, God. That is so painful. That is something I have never walked through and I cannot even imagine. But Lord, I just thank you that like, you know, you know what it is like to experience extreme pain, especially as a parent. God, you gave your own son for us. Thank you. Thank you that you did that. I can't even imagine how hard that was. And I can't even imagine how hard it is for a woman who has lost her child and she didn't choose that. God, I pray over those moms and over the moms who just long to have their wombs filled with a baby. God, would you hear their desperate cries for a child? God, and would you meet them? you meet them today and God I pray um, over the women who are um, currently pregnant or who have a new baby God that is so exciting and there's so much joy and I just thank you for the gift that children are to us God thank you for the rich joy Um, there is so much there and just thank you also for emotions I mean there's so much when it comes to like this full range of the human experience. And I just thank you for the gift of emotions, even the awful ones. I, you know, Lord, like I have the hardest time with experiencing negative emotions. I don't like to feel sad. Um, I don't like to feel afraid or angry. I just want to be happy and go through life. But I know that's like not life like you promised that we would suffer in life and I have seen how you've worked through suffering and you've worked through pain and you've shown up maybe not in the way I had wanted or expected but you show up and I just thank you for that um thank you for all that you can do and want to do in the midst of our pain and so God for um the woman who is a new mom or who has young kids um God, that is just such a tender, challenging season full of so many highs and lows. And um, I just pray that you would see that mom today, that you would surround her with a community of people who can be there for her in a tangible way, that you would um, relieve any relational tension or struggle that she might feel with her spouse if she has one God and I just know that gosh postpartum there's just so much there like to a mom who's experiencing postpartum depression or rage or anxiety or um, just like sleeplessness God I pray that you would help babies to sleep and in the midst of like sleepless nights when that is not happening I just want you to like Please speak whatever you need to speak um, to those moms because it is so challenging to go without sleep. You know this. You know this. I like think so often of when Jesus, you like asked your disciples to stay awake and pray and they like couldn't do that. And I just, uh, sleep is such a necessary part of life. Um, and yet, like not sleeping as much as a huge part of motherhood especially in the early years God and so I just pray um that we as women would not be like victims to our motherhood 
and that calling I know that um it's such a fine line of like I I know that you care and you see the need for sleep God and you want there to be space for us to like acknowledge that it is hard it is hard and we need each other we need women to pray for each other and to recognize that it is hard and to support each other but God also at the same time like that is a noble calling and a sacrifice like you say that our bodies and our lives are a sacrifice and we get the honor and the privilege though it doesn't always feel like it to do that as moms and so i just pray god that you would help us please change our hearts that we would not resent our babies lord that we would not resent our husbands god if they are sleeping and we are not if we are feeding children and they are not if you know, they're going to work. Like, God, I am confessing right now, like my own resentment and sin, um, resentment towards my babies or resentment towards John when it feels like John has more independence than I do. Um, He can leave the house and he doesn't have to nurse and all of these things. But also like, I want to see that as a gift. Um, Not that I want to like, I don't know, be have this like toxic positivity but I I want to be able to acknowledge the depth and the wide range of the experience of motherhood and the gift that it is and like I want to be able to share and sit in the fact that it's hard but also not wallow like I want to celebrate and just be grateful um and so I pray that any woman who relates to this that we just Lord collectively confess as um as women as wives and mothers, that we have been resentful of um, our role in certain ways, God. And I just pray that today you would free us, you would free us of that resentment and you would help us to embrace it again, not in a way that is like unhealthy or dismissive or like a band-aid without fully processing, but that we would just bring all that to you. Be like, hey, God, like this is how I am feeling and I don't want to feel this way. Would you please change my heart? And I pray that you would just yeah, change our hearts and our posture. And I also pray again that you would just give us like safe spaces where we can share this hard stuff and that you would give us people who would encourage us to return to you and encourage us in a way that, um, yeah, is in line with you and your word. Um, that is not enabling us to continue in resentment or self-pity but is validating at the same time. And God, you just know exactly what we need. And so for anyone who um, is feeling like they don't have that community, God, would you become enough for us? I am so guilty of like idealizing, like if we just um, moved or if we just started a small group here, or if I just got to spend time with my friends like all the time, then then I would like feel understood or then I would be fulfilled or then mothering or marriage would be easy and I just pray that like you would become enough obviously we need people and I'm not trying to like diminish that but would you just be enough would you be our hiding place in our safe space and the person that we want to go to when we need to talk Lord when we need to pour out our feelings and I just thank you that you are that like you can You invite us to like trade our yokes, right? Like you invite us to bring our burdens to you and that allows us the freedom to, yes, of course, share like with our husbands, like the hardships that we're experiencing. But God, thank you that you can hold it all. That's so mind-blowing to me. God, you are so big and you are so good that you can hold 
all of that. You can hold all of our, honestly, like our ugly sin and our like big, really hard feelings. You can hold it all. And we don't have to bring that like unfilteredness to our husbands or our friends all the time. And we can, we can process with them in a way that's healthy and not just like emotionally dumping, you know, like thank you again that we do have safe spaces and hopefully um, safe relationship, but just thank you that you are so big and you are always there to listen. God, I just want to um, pray over the woman whose life is like not as expected right now, right? Who was like, how am I here? And what am I doing? And I don't like where I'm at. And I don't know where I'm going. Like, would you just meet them today? God, whether that is um, a woman who is in her early 20s or who's in her mid-30s or who's in her 50s or 60s, like whoever is listening, God, I just know that you are in control. And I feel like we hear that all the time, especially in the church. And we can become so like desensitized to that, um, or at least I can. But God, I pray that your like power, your insane like <laughs> omnipresence and your power would become so great to us in the most beautiful way. I just think about we've been having like thunderstorms here. And I'm like, just talking to Flora and I'm like, wow, God is so powerful. He is so awesome. Like in the actual sense of the word, like I am in awe, like this is insane that he created the wind and the waves and these storms. Like he is so big and God, would you just help us to like humble ourselves and may that be a comfort to us, to anyone who is like struggling to trust in you, God, would you, um, just invite us into the safety of your presence. I got this picture when I was praying, uh, when I was pregnant with Flora and, um, I was just kind of nervous about some things and I don't know, I was just anxious. Like, is there a heartbeat? And I was pregnant with my first and, you know, I'd heard so many tragic stories, some of which you may have walked with, um, uh, you may have walked through, those of you who are listening, through some some tragedy, and I'm so sorry, and I was so fearful of that, and I remember just praying with my community group, and I saw this picture of, like, me wearing Flora, who I hadn't met yet, in a wild bird sling, and then me and Flora were in this giant wild bird sling that um, the Lord was wearing, and it's like, just like he carries us, like he cares and he was holding us in the safety um and I just thought that was a beautiful picture that just came to mind and I know I have been struggling like out of nowhere I've noticed this theme where it's so hard for me to like trust in the Lord and I never would have articulated that and if you would have asked me I would have been like of course I trust in God like of course he's in control all these like cliches that are of course true but I feel like he's just inviting me and beckoning me into this like newer, deeper level of trust, especially with John and his new job and just all of these unknowns. And it's like no wonder I've been trying to control so much in my life because I have been struggling with um, trust. And so now I'm like aware of that. And then so anyways, God, I just pray that like anyone else who is struggling to um, trust in you and to trust in their spouse and in the safety of love, what love actually is. Um, I just pray 
that you would show us, show us that you are trustworthy. Thank you, God, that you are trustworthy. And please just show us who you are. Um, Give us a new depth of understanding today. Lord, I just thank you that you care. I, I just keep coming back to like this idea that you care. Thank you for that truth. Um, and to anyone who's struggling to believe that today, I just pray that you would meet them. God, thank you so much for the gift of this time. I pray over every single woman listening that she would um, draw close to you, God, whether she is feeling joyful and grateful or maybe she's walking through some of the deepest pain and loneliness in her life. God, would you meet her today? Thank you for your son. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you, God, that you are so good. Please continue speaking to us today. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope that resonated with you guys and just that that was a special time. I know that a lot of us throughout different seasons of our lives don't have the words. And so I just, yeah, really hoped that I was... A vessel and that God was able to use me in some way um, to speak to you guys and to bring you comfort and peace and just his presence. I just love his presence so much and I'm so thankful um, for who Jesus is. So I want to wrap up this episode. Um, just want to say also if that prayer was meaningful to you, if you enjoyed this type of format, would you just let me know if you don't mind um, again on Instagram or via email. I am actually working on a new website where the show notes will be and also some more resources, information about future retreats and a donation link. Um, So if you do want to support the show, you can always leave us a rating and a review. I'm so, so thankful for you guys doing that. Oh my goodness, we didn't quite make it to 100 by May 1st, but we are at 88, which I am so thankful for. That's like over 50 more than we had when I first started asking for reviews. And also, if you would like to financially support the show, that would mean the world to me. Like I said, I'm working on setting up a website for that. It does cost time and energy and resources to produce the show every week. It costs like $40 a month to just upload the show um, and host it on a platform. And then there are other resources and uh, like subscriptions and stuff that go into that. And so if you would be willing to donate even $5, that would be insanely helpful. Um, I'm also kind of working on some other ways that I can continue to provide meaningful, helpful, encouraging, inspiring content for y'all that will funnel into helping support the show as well. So I also wanted to share my three things that I've been loving lately, which is kind of fun because as you know, if you've listened before, that's something I like to ask every guest. And yeah, I just always think it's fun to see what people are kind of into. So the first thing I guess would be planting flowers or gardening. Um, We have a nice fenced in backyard here at the house that we're renting and thankfully our landlord's are allowing us to garden which I'm super stoked on so this is technically my third year gardening but I will be honest last year in California I honestly was just so 
bad at watering and shocker nothing grew so that was really sad because I had like planned out the garden and then yeah didn't water it so I'm learning consistency and discipline and all kinds of things with that but I have planted let's see some dahlia tubers cosmos zinnias sweet peas which the sweet pea sprouts are looking amazing I'm so excited some poppies larkspur uh let's see I just planted baby's breath globe amaranth I think is how you say it and we've got some chamomile potatoes carrots uh tomatoes strawberries and then John's planting some watermelon so (laughs) that's a lot um we have some sprouts we will see what actually ends up growing so gardening is the first thing weeding has been so therapeutic for me I have been loving that as well. Okay, the second thing is sewing. Oh my goodness. So I feel like I have not gotten to so much this calendar year at all. You know, who's to say if it's like, <laughs> hi Juju, if it's like a practical thing of like, yeah, obviously I have two girls who are 17 months apart. Flora turned two in March and... um So obviously that's a lot, but also I'm really trying to take out of my vocabulary the concept that I don't have time because I'm like, I know that I can choose to spend time in certain ways. So all that to say, um, yeah, I've been loving sewing. I have been trying whenever they nap because thank the Lord they've been napping some days at the same time to just be like, okay, this is the time to do something life-giving. And, um, you know, I can do things like dishes when they're awake, but sewing is not possible when they're asleep. So I just today finished a name banner for Flora. I will be making one for Juliet soon too, but I'm kind of working on like finalizing Flora's room, which has been so fun. It was like a more mid-century modern, which was fun. Like, I love that. But I think I'm just learning more about my style and I like a bit more of the like... I don't know. I need to figure out how exactly to describe it. I don't feel like English country is it, but it's closer. Like I like some fun, like whimsical modern elements, but I'm not like a modern girl, if that makes sense, like full on modern. So anyways, it's going to be a bit more like traditional, um, but I still have the fun like paper lantern in their room, which I think is so sweet. Anyways, (laughs) I will probably be sharing more of their room on Instagram, but I would love to sew um, a few tops because I feel like I just don't, I don't know, I've kind of had like a mom style crisis of like, what is my style and how do I want to dress in a way that makes sense for my lifestyle with like nursing and Lord willing being pregnant again in the next like two years and I really want to sew the Anthea blouse okay if you guys haven't sewn or maybe you do sewn so or maybe you want to learn there's this really fun thing that you can do on Instagram and you can like search patterns through hashtags and then you can see like all of the different ways that people have like hacked a pattern or the different fabrics that they've sewn in and so the if you look up hashtag Anthea A N T H E A blouse 
oh, it's just so cute. It's like puff sleeves and a button up. So I'm like nursing friendly. Anyways, I have been loving sewing. And then the third thing is actually a quote that I'm going to read that my friend Amanda, shout out to you, Amanda, if you're listening, posted on Instagram on Mother's Day. I took a screenshot and I have just been reading it multiple times because it's such a beautiful depiction of motherhood. Um, Okay, so I'm going to read it. She says, I shall now have one more mouth to fill and two feet the more to shoe, more disturbed nights, more laborious days, and less leisure or visiting, reading, music, and drawing. Well, this is one side of the story, to be sure, but I look at the other. Here is a sweet, fragrant mouth to kiss. Here are two more feet to make music with their pattering about my nursery. Here is a soul to train for God, and the body in which it dwells is worth all it will cost, since it is the abode of a kingly tenant. I may see less of friends, but I have gained one dearer than them all, to whom, while I minister in Christ's name, I make a willing sacrifice of what little leisure for my own recreation my other darlings had left me. Yes, my precious baby, you are welcome to your mother's heart, welcome to her time, her strength, her health, her tenderest cares, to her lifelong prayers. Oh, how rich I am, how truly, how wonderfully blessed. And that is by Elizabeth Prentice, I believe is how you say it. So Amanda, thank you so much for sharing that. I just love the romantic language. I feel like I used to be way more of a reader than I am. And that is definitely a long-term goal is to read more. And I just love that beautiful depiction of motherhood. So thank you so much for sharing that, Amanda. Julia is playing with a hairbrush and teething on that. So that's the little clanking around that you hear and... Yeah, just so fitting with what I just read. So friends, thank you for joining me for today's solo show. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I so look forward to spending time with you again next week and we will be having a guest on the show in a more regular format. But again, I would welcome your feedback if you liked the prayer and today's solo show format. Hope you guys are having an amazing day praying for all of you and I will see you next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of Love in a Cottage. I am so grateful you decided to join us today and I hope you're going forward in your day feeling encouraged, understood, and inspired. If you like today's show, I would love to encourage you to share it with a girlfriend. You can also screenshot this episode and share it on your Instagram stories, which will help more like-minded women find our show. Speaking of Instagram, while you're there, why don't you go ahead and follow us? Because, guys, I promise we're super fun. (laughs) We share content there throughout the week about the show, and it's a great way to connect with fellow listeners and keep up with the guests that you might have heard. We also do fun quarterly giveaways and just share inspiring content. If you're looking for more connection, you can also join our Facebook group, which is linked in the show notes of every episode. There are weekly episode discussions, and it's a great way to find friends and listeners who might be in your area. And finally, if you'd like to support us, you can please write a review on iTunes because this will help boost our show so other like-minded women can find it. Your support means so much to me, you guys. Thank you again for being here. So grateful for you. We'll see you next week for another episode.